Good morning. You'll hear this in the morning. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to a all-new episode of the Not Safe for Work podcast. We are back. Sorry, we weren't. Uh, today is Monday, so you'll hear this Tuesday. Sorry, we're a day late. Um, we were at Pride Festival, and we were tired. Oh, my gosh. Hey, so, y'all. You know, we postponed it. It's okay. We are back. It's fine. We're not going to disappear anytime soon. Maybe next summer, but we'll be fine. <laughs> no, Pride was great. It was. We Always a blast. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I think but we did better about getting there later, so we didn't wait nearly as long as the first time. We got there later. We were more prepared. Yeah, because yeah, you got to come with snacks because you're going to be sitting for a minute. Snacks and alcohol. Should have had like some form of shade, though. That's the only thing we were That's missing. That's never going to happen. Uh, we'd have to bring something with us mm-hmm. for it to work. And then you'd have to carry it with you. I know. That would so. suck. If we just had a car, like a big like truck or something, that would be so much easier, but... We, they ain't going to pay for that. It's fine. I was about to say, also not going to happen. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Maybe somebody will be nice and donate. Donate what? A car. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. This is wishful thinking. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> wishful, wishful thinking. But uh, I was just making sure that was up. Okay. So, the title of this episode. <laughs> How are you going to come up with the title already? <laughs> I'm just playing. We normally don't come up with we the don't. Titles. We don't. It Kirsten just sort of just happens. Re-listens and decides. I do. This is also true. But anywho, what we'll get into is the first thing we'll get into is the picture that Tyrell sent you over the weekend about consent between husband and wife. He was so shocked. I said, "I've been new niggas with shit." But it's good that but I guess to hear you haven't a man, had to date him. A guy, okay, and it's good for a man to be so appalled. How many men do you know that would have been appalled by that? A lot of men were probably like, I mean, yeah. I don't know many men that would have been appalled. I know. I mean, I know plenty of men that wouldn't have agreed. But appalled? But appalled, no. yeah. So can we explain to them what the yeah, picture so was? It says true or false at the top. And it's a like cartoon of a man raping a woman nothing like graphic graphic like but you know he's on top of a woman and has her you know in a a grip and the woman is crying and it quotes the man saying you are my wife I will have you whenever and however I want and then it quotes the woman saying no this is rape without my consent is rape so and it was true or false and Tyrell was just so disappointed it had him shook how so many men (laughs) he was shook true I can understand his, like, I mean, I'm a woman, so I get completely. I just think, I don't understand this. I don't understand why men think that because you're in a relationship with a woman, you no doesn't mean no anymore. No is still no. No is regardless, always no. Regardless if I'm married to you or not. And you know the best thing about no? What? It's actually rather common in pretty much every language around the world. Yes. No is no. No, no is no. I, Everywhere. If you speak Chinese or if they speak Chinese, I think it's boo. Boo. But like you got to say it with boo. And you know, Chinese is all, Mandarin's all about the tone. So, you know, boo. saying, you know, one thing in one tone can mean a completely different other this thing. Is so, true. you know, say it, with, say it with, say it with, like you mean it. Some gumption. Boo. <laughs> But no means no, regardless of who is saying it. Like I don't understand. I didn't. I I didn't see the picture in its original form, but I saw Tyrell posted it, and I saw. I was reading through some of his comments. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I don't think I saw any that were like, "This is ridiculous." There like you were know what I mean? none that were like, "Well, I agree with that." But there were some that I was saw like, a little back and forth in the comments you about know, it. Essentially, like going back to. N- husbands and wives desiring each other but um i still think no means no even if i'm married to you or not 100 percent, no means no yeah i think one thing that's important like if you get into more layers of that if you're married is you know okay no means no if you feel like that's consistent or something like why doesn't my partner want to 
have sex with me like that gets into a whole nother discussion yes, it does. about like you know therapy mm-hmm. and figuring out like what's the root of the issue and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and no is is constantly denying your partner you know but staying in the relationship mm-hmm. and not communicating why you're you don't want to you know have sex with them is that necessarily right or fair to them it doesn't matter if it's right but is it fair to them no mm-hmm. that's what that's kind of what the subset argument was mm-hmm. is that fair to the other person no you know of course not male or female they right. should be communicating you know their desires mm-hmm. why don't they want to mm-hmm. or you know i don't even if it's consistent mm-hmm. i don't even feel like even one-offs you don't necessarily have to say like you know explain yourself as to why you don't want to involve you in be involved in intercourse but you know if you're married and it's been a year and <laughs> the person's like well why don't you just don't know i need an explanation yeah, the, you know, yeah. be fair be fair yeah but at the end of the day no is no is no is no is no which brings me to my next topic that happened to me over the weekend. Okay. I told you a little bit about it, but I didn't go in depth of what the fuck shit was. So I was laying in my bed, minding my business, watching a movie. Laying in my bed. On Netflix at like, I don't know, let watching me see. Netflix. It was like dun, one or dun. two because I had fallen asleep on my falling couch. Asleep and so, yeah, it started at like one thirty in the morning. Dun. Keep going. <laughs> I fell asleep. Sounded like an R&B song. It does. I fell asleep on my couch like one something. And so I got up, went to my bed, and was scrolling through Instagram. Then I get a little notification that somebody is in my DMs. It's this guy that I Doobie talked doop. to in college. Sound. And the thing is, we only talked for like a month, if that. So it wasn't long. We had this big tiff about the fact that I wouldn't do his laundry and what yes that's the reason why we really stopped talking i wouldn't do his laundry and uh what was the other reason like nigga i don't even do my mama's laundry like you okay because at my house at the time i had a washer and dryer so i told him i said if you don't want to pay you can use it you can use it i will not be doing it exactly so this is what happened give you some backstory he comes over he starts doing laundry he has to go to basketball practice Okay, it'll be here when you get back, when you're ready to finish. For some reason, there was a miscommunication that he thought I was going to finish his laundry for that's him. That's not a miscommunication. That's a misraising. So okay, he was misraised. I, I forgot. We got into an argument or something because he told me he was coming back after he got out of practice. And you it got, got late. And you play basketball, so your shit is funky. So it got late. You probably and I got like, doodle in your at? underpants because right, 90% I, okay. of men do. I, I didn't check that. Yeah, because you didn't do it. I'm just saying. You would have been, <laughs> ugh. You would have found some nasty Ew, shit. I'm sorry. So then. I mean, I don't, I, I've never found any. I just. Men are nasty. That is true. Especially in college. Yes. So. He went to basketball practice. It was getting late. And I was like, where the fuck is he at to come finish his laundry? So I called him. And I was like, where are you at? I'm at the barbershop. When you going to come? You said you were coming back. What, your laundry is still here. What is the deal? And he's like. I'll be there. I said, okay, whatever. The day goes, laundry's still sitting on the counter, whatever. So essentially, he called me, and then one time he called me like 2 in the morning and was like, why do you need to know where I'm at, da 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 And I was like, nigga, because your laundry is sitting on my fucking table. No, last straw. Your shit will be on my porch. So then, this is what annoys me about men. When y'all are like talking or trying to get to know each other and y'all have like a some type of like miscommunication or some a little bit of drama, the first thing they do is go, but you're not my girl, though, so why are you asking? And then it's like, I'm not your girl, but you can use my shit. I'm not your girl, but you can come to my house and do some fucking laundry when you feel like it. So nevertheless, him and I stopped talking. Whatever. I graduated. Well, how did he get his shit? Oh, eventually he came and got it, and no. that's when we got mm-hmm. No, he had no. to come get it, so this is what happened. He would have been on my porch. And so don't even was- think to knock on my door. So we got in an argument because I said, well, shit, if you not come get your shit, like come, you need to get your stuff. I'm not about to, I ain't bringing it to you, Negro. So he comes to get his stuff. And that's when we got in an argument about the fact that he was like, this is still dirty. I said, yeah, what you mean? He's like, you were supposed to finish it. No, I wasn't. That's not my job. I'm not your girl. If I remember? finished that laundry, sir, it would have been at Plato's closet. And the shit would have been bleached as hell. So no, I said, no, I didn't do it. This is still dirty. Like, like you told me you was going to finish it when I went to practice. No, I did not. I'm, I know for a fact I didn't tell you that because I would never do your laundry. 
I'm grown as hell. You're grown as hell. You know how to do laundry. So nevertheless, fast forward years later. Mind you, I graduated college in 2015. Mm -hmm. He graduated the year after me, even though he's older than me. Whatever. So him and I really hadn't talked. I saw him last homecoming. It was like, hey, you know, pleasantries, moving about my day. Pleasantries. Moving about my day, you know? So fast forward to 1.30 in the morning on a Sunday. I get a message from him. It's like, where are you at now? And I said, I still no, live hello. in Atlanta. I'm getting to that. Still get living in a, I said, I still live in Atlanta. He said, oh, I didn't know. He said, are you home now? I said, yes, question mark, question mark. Which made me think he was in Atlanta because he moved back to Mississippi. So it made me think he was in town for homecoming. So I was like, yes, question mark, question mark. He's like, same place? I said, no, why? And he was like, oh, I was just asking. I said, are you in Atlanta? He's like, no, I'm at home, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, fast forward. He's talking about moving back, whatever, whatever. Mind you, in between the time of him and I not talking, me graduating, all that, he has had two kids. Of course. By two different women. So moving on, he's like, are you in the bed? And then I, I didn't respond because I was watching my movie, Minding My Business. And it said, guess so. We'll have a watching good night. Watching my movie. So I, eventually I go back Minding on Instagram. And I said, LOL, sorry, I am. I'm watching a movie. He's like, by yourself? I said, yes. He said, in what? And I'm no, I'm nosy. And I thought he meant on what? I'm nosy. So I said, LOL, Netflix. And he goes, no, like, what are you laying down in? And I put pajamas he said let me see so i put as many laughing emojis and i said hell no try someone else then he goes why not i said we haven't talked in years i said the first thing you do is ask me for pics i said but thanks for letting me know what you think of me i really appreciate it and he's like you act like i'm asking for a nude i just wanted to see what you had on but okay but you are asking me for nudes like what do you mean why else would you ask me for a picture? You want to see me in jeans and a t-shirt? No. What? So he goes, I said, you really don't get it. I put the little face palm emoji. I said, you don't get it. I said, damn, at least pretend to care how I've been. That's the least you could have done. No, don't even do that. Matter of fact, just get the hell out of my DMs. So he goes. Get the hell out of my DMs with your trifling ass. And your laundry <laughs> probably still dirty. I don't have time for this your shit today. Your laundry probably still dirty. He goes, I have asked that, but all right. I said, I'm not your 2 a.m. booty call, bruh. And he goes, who said you were? I said, you just did. What are you talking about? What What are we talking about here? And then it flips Why on me. Why were you entertaining this? Because it blew my mind. So then it flips on me. He goes, you was always like that, though. But it's okay. Good. I said, Bye. I said, good Bye. night and good luck with your move. He goes, thanks. End of story, right? Then all of a sudden we get into another argument. How, Kirsten? How? <laughs> because you allowed it. I'm done with this. I'm no, done with this. On, wait, I'm not mm -mm. finished. I'm not I'm uninterested. I'm not finished. Mm -mm. And then I put, I said, you flipping this on me is hilarious. Why? And he goes, I'm not. I said, yes, you are. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, you're jumping to conclusions. I'm I said, uninterested. Sir, you just asked me for two They're for uninterested. At 2 a.m. Because you did this. <laughs> Wait. Long story short, the whole reason I'm telling this story is because I want to know. He basically was like, we've been there, done that, so I don't see why it's an issue for me to ask you for pictures. And I said, just because we have been involved before doesn't mean that you are obligated or that it, you're automatically like in the running to get whatever you want when you decide to come back years later and then it just went downhill from there but he clearly is an unstable person so i would have been bro like, I, I, I literally would have when he would have said what what are you wearing i would not have responded and actually would have trash trash where i should have put your goddamn clothes trash <laughs> trash where i should have put your clothes i was just kind of like i have no tolerance for stuff like that like i'm not gonna you clearly aren't like your child in a semi-grown man's body like I, why am i going to entertain conversation He's far with you? from grown why nevertheless it just it threw me for a loop which made me 
What I told you, it made me text my other friend, my guy friend, and ask him if, if he thought of that. Like, if he thought that of me. Because I had to see, am I putting that type of energy into the world that people think He don't know what kind of energy back? you're putting into the world. He hasn't seen you in three years. Well, exactly. Which makes me, I'm like, I haven't even posted anything in, like, God knows how long. So, for you to be just He was just shooting shot. Shit, he was eventually just. Eventually, he apologized, and his excuse was the fact that he was geeked, whatever the fuck that means. So I just was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, First of all, why are you even idea. reaching out to me? Let's get to the, the square the root, root of it. Of you know the what? Problem. I'd be like, you know what? Never mind. Backspace, backspace, backspace. Leaves on scene. <laughs> I have such a low tolerance for the shit. I usually do, but I it threw me for a loop because I it got me. He got me riled up. He got he made me mad. So that's why I was like. No, you need to understand. Like you are still acting this way three years later. You're twenty. Five twenty six. You now? can't be letting these children Bro. get you mad. It, I was like, "What the?" F-? I was looking at my phone like, "Is he fucking serious?" Be happy. Class voice. You want to argue? I can't argue with you. That's a matter of <laughs> fact. That's what you should have sent him, and then left him you on scene. You mad? You big, big mad? mad. <laughs> mm mm. It just, uh, it threw me for a loop because I was like, and There's this is why I'm still single because the Negroes like you. Moral of the story, moral of all of this is y'all niggas need therapy. Yes, and Jesus, because Jesus can help. You need to pray. Jesus put therapists here, though, so take advantage of that, especially if you got insurance. Yeah, yeah. Y'all need therapy. Y'all need to learn how to have healthy relationships. Yeah. Because I just don't understand I'm the entitlement that men think they have. Like the entitlement that you Because they're raised by women with. and men. Let's talk about it. They're raised by women and men Go that make them feel entitled. entitled. It's not even just men. A lot of times it's the these mamas. little boys are raised without a male figure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay. we're out there making our sons nephews what michelle obama say we raise our girls we coddle our boys okay is that what is that how Making the quote them goes they can see something like that they can say do whatever Let they me want be I mediocre sure as fuck right. and still think that they are the bomb because they have a penis it's no. just it blew my mind because i was no. like the entitlement that you're like coming at me with that you feel that i said what makes you think you deserve Man, a fucking picture of me. And okay, then they be sitting around shit. talking about white privilege. You need to recognize your own, just your plain male privilege. God. We love our boys and we raise our girls. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. We raise men to feel entitled. Okay. I mean, Michelle. I don't know about y'all, but Gucci, I don't love you. You think I love ya. Nigga, I don't love you. Nigga, I don't love you. Okay. You think I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, we're moving on past the subject. I just want I just wanted to put that out there. Can we move on to happier things? Like what? I know. We're going to get there. It's fine. Uh but yes, we're moving on. I just wanted men to know that you were just because you what a, I'll get to the root of it. What annoyed me the most about that conversation is the fact that he felt like because him and I had been involved before that he was automatically like allowed to ask me for shit like that years later. That's probably what really pissed me off. So I was just like, the fuck? That's basically what I said. So I don't understand why you feel like just because we've been involved. I don't understand why he you... felt like you should have been doing your laundry. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why you're surprised. <laughs> she his priorities, his thought process was off from the beginning. Because That's there's... why it didn't last. Because I was like, I've never met somebody that was upset with me about not doing his. I've never done a nigga's laundry in my life. Not my daddy's. I told y'all, I don't even I don't do, do my mama's laundry. I don't do nobody's laundry but my own. I mean, I'll help Tyrell out now, but even still, like, we... I'll do his laundry a little bit now, uh-huh. but we still uh-huh. do. We're not Look, on the same schedule, I, I, so we'll I do help. our own laundry. Uh-huh. But I'll help. Uh-huh. Now, but, I mean, you see, like, that took a lot. <laughs> I wasn't doing his laundry in Florida. Uh-huh. Look at you thinking about it. Deja was sprung a long time ago. 
So I don't know why you're acting like this. Dave should be trying to play it all tough and stuff. I'll but Deja is sprung but he for was Tyrell. Never entitled, like, oh. But that's because he ex- he's a good guy. Expect. Um, but that's because be you've his- got a good one. It's not it's, even good it's or bad, rare. though. When it comes to stuff like that, it's just about how you were raised. There's so many men yes. and boys out there that it's like literally their moms are at home telling them, if you need to find you a good girl, you need a to girl make sure that's she cook cook you dinner every night. Clean do for you. Do this. Do yeah. that. And women, it's 2018. Women have shit to I do. I can't do everything because half y'all bum ass niggas aren't bringing like hello that's we what annoys me when men be like what were, does she bring to the table negro nigga, i am the table. the table let's be clear i am, I am the fucking table okay so don't you ever come at me with that bullshit well i got this dick nigga no that doesn't do anything first of like, all i can like, get a molding of that. okay and i'll be fine for 59.99 it's fine second of all every other dude out there has that i mean it comes with like you were born with it so it's fine it's always replaceable what else what else that oh, is the biggest thing that is the most annoying thing women really we talked about this last week when y'all really be thinking y'all doing some shit and you're not mm. that is called us being kind we're trying to stroke your ego even though we really want to tell you to get the fuck off but nevertheless moving on um what are we talking about next what is it the, what, what is it you want to talk about <sighs> the duchess of sussex is preggers which I fully saw coming. Y'all, I just want y'all to realize the scope of what this could mean. A black baby. Okay. And a black royal family down the line. Like, what if this black baby decides they want to marry play a, a black, a black baby. person? And I mean, like, a, a black, black person. Black person, like, fully. 100%. I mean, of course that could have happened with any of them. But I'm just saying, like. Well, the problem is that baby is still going to look white as hell because she's so light. Well, I know, but. That's not the point. I'm just telling you. And generations be reaching, okay? So you never know. They, Things do you be think reaching. the baby could come pretty? You, you, I mean, but you never know. For this real, is true. you never know. She could come out quite tan. Ooh, sorry, guys. The baby Because come it's out not tan. like she, she literally is just the product of, you know, sometimes there are people and it's like, well, yeah, they're mixed, but like their parent is super light, like has a lot of white mm-hmm. features. And then their parent, you know, her mom is very you know, black. she has a lot of black features. Her mama so is you black, blackity, know. black, black, black. You never That's know. That's what I'm saying. That baby could be tan as yeah. hell. You never know. You never know. It's, it's going to be so interesting. But I I'm wonder so if it'll be a redhead like his dad. Right. Like, part of me is hair, so excited just to see it what so it looks interesting. like. Yeah. But I'm really just, it's like, this is a legacy of, you know, I don't want to use the word infiltrating because it sounds like we like. Took over. Yeah. Like we Trojan horsed the. The royal family. The royal family. <laughs> but this is an imp- this is a legacy of African blood mm-hmm. being integrated mm-hmm. into you know a family. Th- honestly, probably the most powerful family in the world, or one of them. We'll say one of them. I mean, but what power do they really have? Because they don't do shit. They have power. They don't have literally. They don't like rule when you anything say like, now. Yeah, but I mean, their money rule, and their legacy. Yeah, that money runs deep. I mean, gets them pretty much anything that they want. I mean, they could really do anything, and they because of that money, because of that legacy, they have influence over things that we don't even realize they have influence over. Um, but I'm just really excited. I'm excited for her and just for everything that this is going to mean. This is this could be a huge. Just culture shift, even for yeah. you know the UK. I do wonder if they did the wobble at her wedding, because it was a black ass wedding. That was the blackest royal wedding ever. I, mean, I don't know where that I'm came have from. A black ass wedding, and y'all may not be doing the wobble at mine. So I don't what? If they the don't. wobble is a part of it. Can when we, are we gonna let this go? Electric slide. Yeah. Cha cha. Like not to the electric slide. Why? Because I hate the electric slide. So though. you want to do it to funny. the Candy Rain song? No, I like doing it to um, Frankie Beverly and Maze. Before I let go? Yeah. I can see that. Okay. You talking about Candy Rain or Candy? I think it's Candy, sorry. Cameo? Yes, candy? yes. Um, Tastes yeah. like candy. 
we'll do the electric. I mean, y'all, I like electric slides where Negroes just put it to whatever they want, you know. Yeah. I'm not about to put, you can feel it. We're it's not electric. about to be electric boogie, boogie, my boogie. wedding. We should be electric. We're not about, about to be electric. Am I not, not in my wedding? Well, in my future Watch wedding, Tyrell, whenever that is. Like, bitch, we getting electric. Tyrell, we're doing the electric no. slide. Just put that on the list. We can do it, but I said I like. Come on, spirit animal. We I be like we be here most of the time. I like impromptu electrics to not electric slide songs okay like i said frankie so not the wobble i don't know i'll think about it i know sometimes that helps get y'all on the dance floor but it does i'm so sick of that damn song deja it's like a part of it i'm so sick of the wobble the cha-cha slide we're not playing the cha-cha song not even oh my jesus well um we'll do the not the original we'll do the now move to the left. Oh hell no! Move to the no. right. No. Back it up. No. <laughs> and jump. <laughs> and right foot stop. That's my jam. <laughs> left foot stop. <laughs> now that will be played. I love that version. Deja. I love that version. Oh my! God. The gospel version is what it sounds like. Whatever you want to oh call it. Oh my gosh. Okay, fine. And jump. And jump. Oh my God. All right, I'm done. Moving on. What's next on the docket? What are we talking about? Did You didn't watch the drinking. Not LeBron. yet. I just saw that clip that I sent you. I was, <sighs> you know, I'm excited to watch it. I guess my take. Ooh, excuse me. I'm still recovering. Um, <laughs> Clearly, good lord. I'm tired, and I still have to cook when I get home. But nevertheless, um, si I will say after I watched it, Drake man, Drake knows how to respond to stuff and get the world on his side when he's ready. That man is so calculated. He's influential. He is, but I will say I felt bad. Like when I when he explained what happened. So essentially, he was like. He was in the studio with Kanye, and Kanye was like, yeah, man, you know, he was like, he was selling him on, like, some, like, he wanted to be, like, a Quincy Jones, a modern-day Quincy Jones or whatever bullshit. Kanye was saying that? Yes. I'm not surprised. So Drake was like, I mean, it was a genuine, like, vibe going on in the studio, so we were like, okay, cool. He's like, he played me beats. It was a genuine, like, vibe going on. That's how he talks, I yeah. swear. He's like, um, you know, we, uh, he said he played me beats. He gave me one, the song Lift Yourself. I, I feel like I, I still haven't listened to it, I don't think. But anyway, he gave him that song or whatever, and then he said, Kanye told him, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, but you got to tell me when you're dropping, and you got to tell me, um, you got to play me your music, and you got to tell me when you're dropping, and I know you don't like to do that. Kanye told Drake this. Yes. Okay. So he said he went to um, Wyoming. He said, I told him when I was dropping. He said, I played him my music. I sent him a picture of my son. He said, and then he said, one day I wake up and there's all these release dates popping up all around June 15th when I was originally supposed to drop. And he was like, I, um, I feel like I just skipped something. Yeah. So he played him his music. Oh, he said 40, you know, he Mm -hmm. talked about his friend 40 with MS. He said 40 went to Wyoming a day before him and called Drake before he got there and was like, man, something is off. Something is not right. Mm -hmm. And Drake was like, what are you talking about? He said, he's not just out here just like, you know, vibing. He's doing an album, bro. Like he's working on an album. And Drake was like, nah, he told me, you know, we were going to work together on my stuff, like blah, blah, blah. He said, so he said, we'll just go and see what happens. He said, and when he got there, he spent majority of his time working on Kanye's album. And he's like, so it was like, He said, so we left Wyoming with nothing, essentially. Mm -hmm. No new beats. He said, I mean, he gave me Lift Yourself or whatever. But he said, I left was like, all right, whatever. I'll just chunk that, take it as a loss, and maybe he'll send some stuff later. He said, so when I woke up and I saw that all these albums were dropping around my release date, he said, and then Pusha's album, he never said Pusha's name, but he was like, Pusha's album drops, and there's a diss to me on the album on Kanye's beat that I heard him play. Mm-hmm. So 
what the fuck was essentially like his thing he said and then like you're dissing me about writing but i just wrote for you mm-hmm. so what the f- what the fuck are you like what are you what are y'all talking about mm-hmm. he says so you know i responded but whatever he said i knew he said i just knew they were gonna say something about my kid he said i felt it like he's like i could tell that shit was about to happen and he said so i just he said for I guess his, his whole thing was like for him to say he didn't tell Pusha anything, I know for a fact he's lying. Mm-hmm. Because I all the shit apparently in the distance is some shit that I talked to you about. Like he said, I told him that me and my kids, my son's mother were going at it. Like mm-hmm. I told him about all the shit we were going through. So for you to throw it back in my face, mm-hmm. like he said, I knew he's like the deadbeat dad thing, whatever. I saw that coming. That, yeah, that's the clip. He's I like saw. talking about um, my parents. Okay, whatever. Like you don't know my family, so whatever. He said, yeah. but my friend that can't control and he's sick, and you talk about him dying and all, wishing death on him. That was his issue. He said, that's that. Like, come on. He said, people that's say there's I no lines in this shit, but the, there's li- yeah. He said, the people say there's no rules in this shit, but there are rules in that shit. You don't do that shit. He's like, that's what threw me. He said, that was like his tipping point, which I can understand. Because I was like, mm-hmm. what the 40 doesn't even rap. Like, he minds his business. He's quiet. You never hear from him. He just sits in the studio all day and does his shit and goes about his day. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And I guess I remember when Pusher was saying, like, well, he mentioned my fiance. I'm like, but he, come on. He said your fiance's name, okay, but he didn't say shit about her he didn't because let me tell you how it could have been what could have been fuck your wife (laughs) (laughs) fuck your chicken the click you claim bitch it could have been a lot it could have been a lot so well i think i understand his point as far as you know there's lines you just don't cross and he said people say there aren't any lines but but the good thing that came out of it he was like well when he said he did respond to he said he did respond to Pusha. He said, I just That's didn't put it out. That's what they've been saying, yeah. He said, and I said, he said, I said terrible shit. Like, he said it was awful. He said, mm. when I played it back, it was like, I don't want, I don't want this to be, like, attached to me. He said, so he just let it be. He said, he just, he said, by the way, he's like, it was a good chess move. Uh, he's like, it was either respond or your back is against the wall. What are you going to do? He's like, the song was trash, but the chess move? I give you that. I give you credit for the chess move because I had no choice in the matter. Like, it was either respond and have this terrible diss record attached to my legacy forever or I sit back and take it as a loss. He's like, it's one or the other. I couldn't do either or. He's like, so it was a good chess move. The song was just trash. And I was like, I get it. I get it. He was just like, I just... He said, I, he said he didn't have a lot of the records. Like, In My Feelings wasn't on Scorpio when he played it for Kanye. Nonstop wasn't there. Uh, a few other ones weren't there before the whole beef started with Pusha. He said, so after he did the diss, he didn't. He's like, you know what? I'm not even about to give him that energy. And he put it all back into his album. And that's where we got In My Feelings, Nonstop, and all that came from the diss with Pusha. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's a good little 15-minute interview. I was entertained. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Which made me chuckle because Kanye put out that thing talking about some, you need to tell people that Kiki is not my wife and you didn't have anything nobody, with my... Nobody, nobody thought it was... Apparently it was going around the internet for a hot minute that Kiki was Kim. And that's how her that, and Tyson Beckford got into it. I never crossed my mind. Me either. I didn't think of that shit. Who calls Kim to the Kardashians. The family does. They do? Yeah. They really want to be black without being black. I, I'm... I'm just telling you what they call her. I just got mad all over the <laughs> So I don't give them no damn energy to begin with. I'm just telling you what happened. Fucking culture vultures. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you what happened. So that was the, the gist of the interview. And I always tell people this. This is the same shit that happened when Kevin Hart went through his whole cheating scandal. I was like, the most beautiful shit comes from people's pain. Every single time. I mean, Scorpion wasn't that beautiful. No, but I'm saying it was a really good album, though. It was a good album. It was all right. It was good. It was all right. It was good. It was good. It was definitely good. It was all right. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree? It was a good album. He has some really good songs on the album. Well, well, I liked I'm, about eight or I'll nine say, of them. I'll say... If he, if what he's saying about not having like the hits on his album until after that, then yes. 
there i'll give that to him then yes if what he's saying about not having the, the songs that most people really enjoy on his album yeah it really would have been trash until the the beef then it Hot, was good because it would have been a terrible trash. album without some of those, those songs. songs so i'll give him that it's the same thing that happened with kevin hart because he was not funny when he got married to his new wife i was like he's not funny anymore he's he's still not i'm Even just after i haven't he cheated seen, <laughs> i haven't seen his new his new stand-up so i don't know i heard it was oh, really good okay i'll watch i've never I seen any of his stand-up because then I, I lied i've seen one i can't tell you the name of it because it wasn't that funny to me the so old old ones when he was still with his ex-wife were funny as hell tori soul train was funny i mean soul plane not soul train lord soul plane was funny I think he was still with his ex-wife I at the time. I don't think so. But I'm saying, like, when him and this new chick got together. I like Kevin Hart, though. People I think too. I don't like him as a person. I, t- I shouldn't say people. Tyrell thinks I don't like him as a person. I have no issues with Kevin Actually, Hart at he all. He seems like a genuine a guy. Nice guy. I just don't think he's funny. Yeah, and that's okay. Everybody can have I don't their think opinion. He, I don't think he's as funny as for how big he is. I do think yeah. he's a funny a funny yeah. guy. I just don't like the fact that like in every funny movie he's in it. Like I feel like there's other funny every people. Every funny movie that needs like a black funny guy. It's like, Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but apparently I guess they this all new movie that. that he's in is more of drama than funny. Which so I'm one? interested the one with to the see. Old guy? Yes. I forget it, the name the of it. It's a looks remake. Pretty decent. It does mm-hmm. apparently. So it, I want to see. They showed it in the previews for Venom. Yeah, I want to see what exact. Because I'm like, this is a twist. Mm-hmm. It, I would appreciate him doing something that's not funny. Yeah, because like, it's just like I'm. Old. I'm tired of seeing you with the squeaky voice and you being the little one out the group. Yeah. Like I'm. What else, bro? I understand. I mean, I guess this maybe this is how people felt with Eddie Murphy in the '80s. Because Eddie Murphy eventually started, but Eddie Murphy but was, shits funny was funny as shit. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was funny as shit. Let's be clear. Okay. Eddie Murphy Raw is by far one of my favorite comedies ever. I Stand-up mean, comedy shows ever. Is this, did y'all get sick of Eddie Murphy in the 80s? Eddie because Murphy Raw is funny as shit. Coming to America. Y'all are wildin' if you say he's not funny. Beverly Hills Cop or Beverly Hills PD or whatever that movie Just is called. Just go down the list. Um, what's my other favorite one? The um, the trading one. The trading one. Uh, money. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Funny. Um, when they tried to frame him. No, no, no. Or no, when he's like homeless and he switches places. Hold trading on, trading places, trading places. Yeah, okay, trading places. That one's funny. <laughs> he My has parents some love really boomerang. Boom, I can't get into I, boomerang. I like boomerang. I do. They boomerang is good, but boomerang think that's one of the funniest. Boomerang movies. is not that funny to they, me. My, I think it's an old. I think it's a generational thing because it's not that funny to me. They Where freaking is the funny. Quote that movie all the time and just die laughing. Where is the funny though? I don't know. The only funny parts to me with Boomerang were with Eartha Kitt when she was when he went to her Marcus, apartment. Marcus, and he was mad uncomfortable. That's it. I don't think any of his any I of Boomerang mean, is that funny. Boomerang is not that funny to me. Now that I think about it, girl, I don't know. But either way, when they Murphy, finally let me watch that movie, I was like, "So y'all been hyping this up and, this and is, keeping it away from me <laughs> for this, this long, it? and this is it?" Yeah, no, I feel you on that. I think. Eddie Murphy and that purple spandex and the Nutty suit, Professor, all of it. Nutty Professor, like girl, oh. Oh, there were so many good ones. Oh, uh, there's so many that I forgot about that there's I so love. Many. Harlem Nights is another one. Like my mom loves that one, and it's just okay to me. I mean, it's yeah. funny. I actually need to go back and watch it. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I think I was too young to appreciate it when I saw it the first time. Um, Nutty Professor. I mean shrek let's talk about it there were so many good dr doolittle <sighs> just go down the list my dear go he, down he the was list. actually really really funny and i just don't like if i were to look at kevin hart's portfolio 30 years it's from now i'd be like but eddie murphy's was uh he had more dramas involved with his like eddie murphy wasn't always funny 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 he was he in the beginning well yeah but he also would go to like some serious ones too yeah he would do both there were funny moments in the more serious roles. Like what? What? Mulan. He was in Mulan? He's, of course, he's the dragon. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. How did I forget about that? Mulan? I don't know. That's no, my he was just funny part. as shit in Mulan. He was. With that damn. He was funny Mulan in that. Was, Mulan is a good one. I think they're doing a live action version of Mulan, too. They're doing a live action version of everything. I know. So I'm I hope freaking they don't ruin it. You know, Beyonce is in the live action for Lion King playing Nala. Did we talk about yes, this? Yes, we've talked about this. <laughs> Simba. <laughs> Do you want to come to Houston? 
but mama owns a hair salon. They better be working with her. She's a hard worker, so I do not doubt that she's putting in work. She's really trying to fix that accent because it's so deep. Symbol. Some of y'all see that's where you I have draw to the go line to Pride with, Rock. My, with my fandom. I know for a fact that I can't stand Beyonce on screen. So <laughs> you ain't it obsessed? What was there to like? <laughs> I've seen Lifetime movies better than that. Oh, with the same now that's theme. a stretch. Now you know there's some good Lifetime there are. movies out there. I'm not saying they're not. There are, but that's a stretch. There's some terrible Lifetime movies. There's some terrible ones, yes, but obsessed was worse than some of the Lifetime movies that I've seen. I'll give you that. Okay. It was bad. Okay. Dreamgirls would have been so much better had... She did okay in Dreamgirls. Okay. Everyone else was outstanding. Well, and that's she was why okay. she didn't get... No- did she get nominated for no. anything? Well, that's why. She, she was all it, right. That movie would have been elevated had they... Chose somebody else. You to think play so? her role because her role was such an integral part. Yeah. And, she was involved in everything. And her acting was just like... You, and everybody else was just in, like um, tearing it up. She did do good in Cadillac Records. She did. She did okay in that. She did pretty she did, good that's with Edith James. Her best. She did pretty good with that one. Yeah. I was. I was like, okay, Beyonce. Like, like it reached I deep. Was, it was believable. Reached there. deep. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was like, okay. Yeah. She did pretty good with that one. I'm trying to think if she. Was I mean, in whoever anything. talks about Beyonce's performance in Dreamgirls. When Nobody. you say Dreamgirls, you automatically go Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson, Eddie Murphy, Anna Canoni Rose. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. You got you know everybody. Everybody can't be good at everything. Everybody ain't able, and that's okay. I mean, no, maybe she should have been in like her own version of Purple Rain. Like that was so good musically that we forget about how awful the acting is. Because I mean, that's how we we all love Purple Rain, even though the acting is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Because we live for the music scenes. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, I'll give you that one. I mean, she should come out with Houston Rain. Moving on. All right. Um, what's next on the docket? What else happened this week? Nothing really. That was the top three things. Cause Drake's thing didn't come out till Friday. And that was the only thing that I really as soon as I saw that it was out, I was like, Oh, I'm I'm watching this shit now. Well the Kanye West thing with Donald Trump. I don't feel don't like talking talk about, about his that. fuck ass. Fuck yeah. him. I'm just so upset it like it it's the dumbest shit ever. I just don't oh. know why he thinks that he's the spokesperson for black people. Kirsten He's not the only person. I said he thinks. Oh, okay. Sorry. Not that he is. I'm like the only person that thinks that is himself and Donald Trump. Kirsten doesn't think talking about Ariana Grande and old buddy breaking up is. Worthwhile. I mean, who didn't see that shit coming? They're like 12. I didn't expect I them to think stay he's together. That young, for, is he? He's like 26, maybe 25. Oh, I thought he was older, like 30. I don't know how old Pete Davidson is, but I knew after the. Ooh, but you know. Oh, after Mac Miller passed and she it got blamed for that shit, I knew she was going to go through some stuff. That girl, first of all, she had the whole thing in Manchester. People blamed her for that, which to me was foul as fuck. I felt really bad for her because it's like you go to perform for your fans and it's supposed to be a loving thing and like a really fun time and people died at your concert. He, he's 24. I told you they're young. How the hell did he get a full time gig on Saturday Night Live at 24? He's been there for longer than like what kind of. He's been there since he was have? like nineteen, I think. He's funny. He is a funny dude. He's okay. He's funny. He's funny. I, I laughed at his um interview or like reactions, like talking about when Kanye West was there. Oh, I he was, was laughing. He was upset. Um. Wow. I saw it coming as soon as he died. I said, "Man, this is I said, that's." Be- they haven't been together long enough to go through some shit like that together. I agree. You know what I mean, like tragic shit if you're just you they've only been together since what may y'all got engaged someone that the, one of the people was involved but less than a year ago exactly somebody you loved very very much and you didn't want to break up with him you broke up with him because of his drug use which killed him which killed him so i was not surprised when they broke up i, I yeah i was like wow, i saw it coming i said that's a lot for them in such a short amount of time yeah you meet you fall in love which i'm not doubting that they're that they love each other you know, you get engaged. You're still in the honeymoon phase of life, like of a relationship. The honeymoon phase lasts for a minute. 
if you're doing Especially it right. Especially when you're rich. It, okay? Because you, you can afford can do some, to, to some do whatever the fuck you wild want. shit, bruh. So for that to happen, I was like, man, they, that's too much of a test for them so early in the game. Yeah. If, this, if they had been together for like a year Years, and a half or yeah. something and then this happened, cool. But she was just with Mac Miller a year ago. So then you're in. I fully expected that to happen. And I'm not happy about it, but I didn't expect for them to I last agree. after that. 100%. I, I just like, didn't dang. expect it. Dang. It's sad what happened. And unfortunately, she has a lot of shit she needs to work through before you can give yourself fully to another person. Yeah. That is She's a lot of shit. Lot. That's what I'm saying. You just need to be by yourself and deal with your shit. The only shit. thing we're blaming you for, Ariana, is licking that damn donut. What donut? You don't remember that? It was hilarious. She got like slammed because there was this video that caught her and some other guy that she was dating at the time this is before mac miller i think okay right probably right before mac miller um and they were like in a donut shop somewhere and the video caught her literally like like licking one of the display donuts it was the weirdest thing girl it was the weirdest thing but okay that's the only thing we blaming you for and i still don't really get that let me google ariana grande and the donut so i just I, it's unfortunate but i also think people have to work through their shit before you hop in a relationship relationships are a lot of work man a shit ton of work so speaking of relationships speaking of former child stars can we also talk about the fact that how quick how soon selena gomez checked herself into that mental facility within weeks after justin bieber got engaged to this baldwin girl she did See, I don't pay attention to her. I've been, I, I usually don't pay attention too much to them, but I've been engaged. Really? I don't know why. I've mm. actually been watching more I entertainment. I just saw an article about me. him like being off the deep end right now, too. I don't How know so? what it... As in, like, he hasn't been himself since he got married, as, and not in a good way. I have no idea. I don't know either. But I can tell you this, and this is, you know, normal. I, I'm just saying it as though I'm Wendy Williams. Like, I have an inside scoop. Right. But since you're not hip to it, I'll make sure that you're hip to all okay. the details. Fill me in. So, you know, him and Selena, that was like his real OG. And yes. this Haley girl was like the side chick for the back and forth. Like, Selena was the OG. Haley was like the back and forth. But she always had the lesser end of the back and forth. Okay. And so, but until recently, when he got back with the Haley girl and just up and they got married. <sighs> Wendy says that Haley's family is not doing that well, which I'm like, they're the Baldwins. They have to be doing okay. Right. But they didn't Haley sign no Baldwin prenup. in relationship to Alec Baldwin and the, the brothers. Yes, that's his niece. Okay. Who, um, who, which, which one is her dad? The other one. The other one. Hold Alec, on. Alec, Daniel, Stephen. I think Stephen. And William are their names. Hold on. Because I just had to Google this. I was like, it's a lot of Baldwin. So, Haley Baldwin. Steven, yeah. Steven's her okay. dad. Okay, Um, And she looks like him, too. Very strong jawline. Very strong jawline. But, you okay. know, they ain't, sign, they ain't sign no prenup. Okay. And you know how much Justin Bieber's worth? Yep. A lot of money. A shit ton of money. I mean, I think, like, hundreds of millions. Um, And she's only worth, like, three. So there's speculations that like she married him for money. Yeah. Um. But it's been interesting because yeah, this week, last week, Selena Gomez checked herself into a mental health facility. Okay. For depression and anxiety. Hmm. And they just got married like less than a month ago, and it's been all over the news. Selena checked herself in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, eesh. that sucks. I don't know what to say. Poor thing. You know, these kids are going through it, and that's they just are. what they are. Well, when kids. you have a lot of money at such an early age, it's a lot harder to deal with shit because so many people I are guess. coming after you about stuff, and I really you fall in love with people that you probably have no business around. All types of shit. I love. I really love Justin Bieber, and I like Selena Gomez. So, and I don't know this Haley chick, so I'm Team Selena, and. If Justin is a healthy partner for her that makes her happy, mm-hmm. you know, I hope that perhaps they can find their way back to each other. But I love Justin Bieber and he should have some new music coming out next year. Okay. I'm excited. I don't really listen to them. So I don't really listen to, I don't listen to Ariana Grande. I don't listen to Selena Gomez. I listen to Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. I listen to Justin Bieber because let me tell you, that last album it was really good. It was an R&B album. Okay. Oh. 
It was not no pop out. It was an R and B album. Okay. He put it down. Okay. I love Justin Bieber though. I think he's mad talented. I think he has a lot going on, and I think a lot of these kids end up really angry for whatever reason. But okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really all of um the major news. Are we moving into the work playlist? Do you have any music? Do I? What kind of question is that? Do you? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, of course, LMA's album came out. So, uh-huh. I'll start with that. Okay. Um, you know, if I had to grade it, I would give it a solid A-. minus. I think it's really good. It is good. Um, I didn't expect anything less from her. All of her bodies of work have been really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that she still is talking to us, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning and end of songs. Mm-hmm. She's been talking to us. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny. I can't remember if I told. Yeah, I think I told you, but I'll tell them. So me and Tyra, we never agree on music. I mean, we, we in general like the same, you know, genres for the most part. But even then, it's a stretch. Um, but we actually found one thing that we agreed on. And we do not like track number three. I don't think I do either. Dangerous, I think, is the name. I have to go it. back and listen to it. But I hate when there's, there's that one song on an album that's so good. And you're like, what the fuck is this? That's how I feel. I don't like when people do that on albums. But I have to go back and listen to it because I honestly don't even remember that song. It, it's not memorable besides mm. the weird beat that's in it. That's, okay. It's very strange. And it's it's funny to me because the song is just so out of place that I'm surprised it got put in at number three. Like normally you find those songs like later on in the album, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's right after emotions or emotional, whatever that yeah, song is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I mean, I don't think I haven't come in contact with anybody that was like, this album's trash. And I kind of feel like, and I have a semi discussion point. If you want to talk about it, I feel like, you know, for the longest time, people were like, R&B is dead, R&B is dead. And it was always kind of like, never it dead was never dead. It was you never just, dead. You got to take the time to find some good quality R&B mm-hmm. artists because they were always out there. Just They just weren't being played on the radio. Mm-hmm. But is it me or do you do you feel like R&B is making a, a mainstream comeback right now? <sighs> Not super strong, but I feel like we're on the right track. There's a I mean, lot more R&B being played on the radio. You, I think it's more alternative R and B. There, it's in the R and B category, but it's is sub. It's sub, a subcategory of R and B. Yes, I give you that. I just feel like, but I don't think evolved. the traditional R and B that you're used to hearing, like back in the day, does. That's never gonna come back. It might. I think that is. I feel like I this is R and B. It's just evolved. It's R and B. I'm not saying it's not. It's R and B, but I just think it's a alternative. Like when you think of the what R and B, when you hear the word, it's not a word. When you hear the letters R and B, you usually think of like see the old school type. What R&B. do you mean traditional? Because I feel like R and B in the '80s was completely different than R and B in the '90s. Was completely. I was, think early R- 2000s, 90s and 2000s are very similar. I think when you do early 2000s, late 90s R and B, that's what a lot of people think of when you say R and B. You have your Jagged Edge, your Casey and JoJo, all those that group, Drew Hill, all of them. I think the 20. That's the weirdest shit. The 2010s R and B is. The sound is very different compared to what you're used to hearing. I think it's it's R and B. I'm not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. I just think I usually put it in the alternative R and B because it's still R and B. It's just a different sound to it. Yeah, and I don't think it ever left. I don't think it ever left. But just like hip hop, R and B has to evolve too to stay with the times. I, I agree. fully agree and with I'm you on that. So here for it. I'm just glad I because like I mean, if you think about it, you can even see it in old school people's career. And this was <laughs> for those who don't know, I love Bobby Brown. I will always love we Bobby know. Brown. If I was 10 years older, I probably would have been like, maybe 15 years older. I probably would have been a Bobby Brown groupie. Y'all can call him black and ugly. I love me some old school Bobby Brown. I love Bobby Brown now. But like you can see it in people like his career. Yeah. Like how R&B started to evolve from yeah. the 80s to the 90s, yeah. you know? And I love the evolution. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like, we are in a really crucial time right now where there's a lot of artists out there mm-hmm. that are sore. I mean, when's the last time you had a song like Boot Up that high on the charts? It's been a while. Y'all better get out here and start promoting, listening to y'all, because I, th- I think we're on a comeback and it makes me so happy. 
I, I really do. I mean, even we think about some of the stuff that's playing on the radio right now outside of LMA, you've got like Queen Naja mm-hmm. that's getting, you know, airplay. You've got um, Daniel Caesar. I And you know what? What? I, you know who I feel like one of the major catalysts for this was? Ooh, and who? He may be credited with this 10 years from now and not Ooh. and not do anything ever again. Bryson Tiller. He was like when his when Trap Soul came out like and he had all those hits. Yeah. It he was like kind of the person that kind of reignited this yeah. new trap R&B yeah. and opened I feel like a lot of doors for people. I'll give you that one. I mean, of course you've always got the people that were popular already and those few people that were hanging on with R&B on the airplays, Beyoncé, mm-hmm. Rihanna. Mhm. I don't even put Rihanna in the R&B category though. <laughs> She's more poppy. She's, she's definitely pop. She goes I'll back give and forth because she get she has some songs that got played on like hip hop R and B stations, yeah. hits that weren't, yeah, top forty kind. But yeah. she's I definitely put her more in the pop category. But mm-hmm. it excites me really. I, I was, can tell. I see it in your face. I'm an R and B lover. I love R and B. I do. That's all I listen to, quite honestly. And so the I'm, occasional rap album. I'm just glad to see these artists out here getting the recognition the radio play that they deserve and i'm hoping you know that that increases and if you ever want some good like like kirsten said alternative or new age whatever we want to call it r&b suggestions reach out to me because i got a whole playlist full of random stuff matter of fact if you're on spotify follow my r&b playlist it's called my capital r and sign b I have a I have an open uh I have one follower I think it's Pierre, more than likely. That's the only thing we can ever be somewhat unanimous. Do on. you have anything else on your work playlist? Yes, I do. I have a lot more. Um, so I've been really stuck on for the past week the Luke Cage soundtrack. I haven't heard it. Well, there's not official soundtracks, but on Spotify, somebody out there compiled um a playlist of with all the music that's every in it. okay. So if you're a jazz, old hip hop, a little bit of R&B fan, you'll love it. Or if you've watched Luke Cage season one and two or or, um, mm-hmm. and you're like, damn, I love the music, which is basically me. That's why I went searching for music from the um, show. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent, excellent playlist. And it's very accurate as to pretty much everything that's ever been played on their show. Um Anderson Pack has a new song featuring Kendrick I've Lamar. I've heard it. It's very good. I like it. I mean, it's Anderson Pack. I do love Anderson Pack, and he is so slept on. They got to do better. I love Anderson someone y'all Pack. can help raise up in this new R and B age because so old good. buddy is so talented. He really and is. it's such a good, just clean Anderson Pack song too. Like mm-hmm. makes you bop, and Kendrick sounds great. And then my kind of new discovery this week is this guy. He's like a hip hop producer. He has his own album, so it's a mix of like jazz. It's very, it's mellow hip hop. So some would probably call it R and B. His name is Tall Black Guy, and he has got some really cool beats. He has an album called "Let's Take a Trip." I think that's his last album that came out. Oh, a long time ago, 2016. But I just discovered it, and yeah, if you like kind of mellow sounding R and B or hip hop. Some of them don't have um, lyrics or singing or anything, but I think you'll like it. So that's all for me. You kind of took everything that I was going to say. Really? Yeah. Sorry. It's fine. I haven't really been. I mean, I'm still listening to the Dime Trap. Um, That's pretty much it. That's the album. What? I got to pee. Can we finish this podcast first? I don't think we can. Yes, we can. I don't think we can. Deja. Think of something dry. I don't think we can. I gotta pee. I've been trying to hold on. Have you? Yes. Oh my God, hurry up. And we're back. Deja has officially gone to the bathroom. All right, so moving into the professional clapbacks. Do you have one today? I do. Go for it. Child. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Huh. <sighs> so sorry i'm adjusting i, I really see. had to go um my professional clapback today is how to professionally tell people to wrap it 
up when they are dragging <laughs> on and on when they keep asking questions or asking people to ask questions even though people clearly have like made it clear they if don't you gotta ask any. people to ask questions four times you were clear just take it as a compliment okay just know them niggas ain't got no questions damn mm-hmm. but i think professional ways to um encourage people to to wrap it up especially if your like day is over it's just <laughs> to put it out there like i think we all have uh some things that we could uh, be working on right now yeah. or you know i'd want to um i think we should be more respectful of each other's time or to be respectful that's that's kind of how i kick off when i yeah. start saying to be respectful of um one's time can we xyz mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. because let me tell you these people will ramble and like ramble. like 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 you have nothing else to do with yep. your life yep well i or another way is to ask uh what time we were supposed to end mm-hmm. uh, i'm not sure were we supposed to end 15 minutes ago uh, i have to step out simple as that easy this week if you have any questions reach out which i'm sure yeah nobody's emailed us i take it right no Okay, you know, you've got the tip of the week. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah, my tip last week was to um, start your goals now. Not like. Are you sure that wasn't the week before last? I think so. I feel like I gave a tip, but I don't know. I had that in my notes. I don't know, but either way, here's the tip. Maybe not. I have no idea. Uh, loose track. Um, so here's a tip. It's about to get warm, cold outside. Why does Kirsten's tip always have to do with weather? I'm telling you, listen. She's, she tried to no, get the same tip. No, and I was like, it's not getting warm. Listen, or cold. Listen, because I heard it on Doctor Oz. Listen, on the Linda, listen. Club. Don't tell me to get my no damn flu shot. No, I don't even get the flu shot. What I'm saying is, it's about to get colder. Is the temperature is dropping here in Atlanta? Uh, people are dropping like flies. What I will say is make sure that you're taking at least a vitamin, a mm. multivitamin. Mm. And for all you black oh, folks out yo. there. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. You see? 60s? The temperature is consistently dropping, dropping this time. Thank you. So you check Last that, Last time she was like, the temperature's dropping, bitch, it's 85 for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be like 60 degrees yeah, on Sunday. Starting this weekend, it's yeah, like 60. You need to have a jacket. Straight. So. Fuck. You'll be all right. So what I'm saying is. For all you dark-skinned people out there, we don't get enough vitamin D in the wintertime. So please, please, please take a vitamin D supplement. And I mean a literal vitamin D pill. Um, And, yeah, that's it. And vitamin D. All right, we're signing off. I'm going home <laughs> so I can cook. And I, we will talk to y'all next week. Toodaloo. Have a wonderful evening. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.